How you feeling this morning, Ty? I feel better now. Woke up pretty rough. Pretty stiff. <laughs> so we, uh, we're recording this on a Monday. We, re, uh, we filmed our second Saturday Suffering yesterday, mm. so on Sunday. You're listening to this after the episode's been released, mm. so you've probably have already seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in real time, we're just now recovering <laughs> from Ooh. the mayhem that was Saturday Suffering Part 2. Yeah, yeah. I, I woke up, my, my whoop recovery was in the red uh, for the first time in I don't know how long, long time. And nice. my, yeah, my, <laughs> I stay in that red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm yellow, you know, occasionally I'll get in the green, but yeah, it's never usually red. Um, my muscles are all sore. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hips, my shoulders, my traps, my calves, the front, my shins are sore. Yep. Yeah. Literally my forearms, obviously a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't watched the video, we did, a lot of farmer carries. We did some running. We did some bleachers. Go watch the video. It's up. It's live up on our YouTube channel. Mm. Uh, but it proved what we talked about. Uh, mm. I guess it's been a couple months ago now. The yeah. importance of loaded carries and just how good they are for you. It proved. I mean, literally everything is sore. It's a full body, and that's yeah. all we did. It wasn't. There were no squats. There were no lunges. It was just yeah. farmer carries. And my butt sore. My traps. Everything sore. And obviously. <laughs> my strain i think my strain was like a 16 something yeah, like that i the, got in the 16 that was the highest that was the highest yeah. strain that i'd gotten and you know we did run a mile at the end of it so again it was that crushed me too, what it yeah. was again if you didn't watch it it was a mile uh farmers carries ben and i both used 50 pound dumbbells so one in each hand and then uh the other guy chris used 40s he's a little bit smaller than us uh, and then in between each lap, we would do a stadium where we would carry a 20-pound med ball, like, loaded in front of us. Uh, but it was cra- it's crazy because my strain was so high. And, uh, yeah, the run, I was moving, but I think it was already at, like, a 13 or a 14 before mm. we even started the mile run, which we weren't moving super fast. No, it was a walk. The, yeah. The first mile of the farmer care was a it walk. It was a walk, yeah. but, like – chest was on fire like everything was on fire and and back to your point you know when when you talked about loaded carries and and i'd always kind of done it just kind of inherently like through the workouts and stuff that that i would do training for football and and even after but i didn't realize necessarily the importance of it you know how much because like even core right like my lower back's tight like the the engagement the full body engagement that the loaded carries bring it, it it honestly it shocked me um, and it was, gosh, man, it was way harder. Yeah. Uh, we do a bunch of farmer's carries, like, in uh, over the last two years that I've been been doing CrossFit. And, um, you know, but we'll do, like, the longest we'll do is 400 meters. Right. So one lap. And we yeah. did literally four times that. Yeah. And holy smokes. Yeah. Like, literally everything. Yeah. And I think everything. our total time was around that 27, 28-minute mark for that part. For that, yeah. So, yeah. So, if you want a great 30-minute workout, <laughs> grab yeah. a couple of dumbbells. They don't yeah. have to be super heavy. They 50 don't. pounds normally is they not don't. crazy 50, heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. so literally 50 pounds, um, I, I thought, oh, I'll be able to probably do a lap. 
Yeah. And you were the only one that did a full lap without setting them down. That was a great lesson, and ego will get you hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a side note, but don't just, let your ego take over because it hurt me later. <laughs> just Will Ferrell. Milk was a bad call. I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> yeah, I made it through the because there was a penalty if you put the. If you put the dumbbells down, there was a 10 push-up penalty every time yep. you put them down. So that first lap, I made it all the way through without setting them down, which, again, sounds cool, but... Toasted for the six, next three. Three, four, yeah. three and four, I, I paid for it because yeah. I stopped multiple times on three and four. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to your point, just grab a couple of light dumbbells and walk a mile. You don't have to do the stadiums if you don't want, but uh-huh. just go walk a mile with dumbbells. It's you know what's crazy. You know what's interesting, and, and maybe this is a little premature um, in the conversation because maybe you're going to ask some questions, but one thing that's, that's, that's really interesting um, that I've learned through the two Saturday sufferings that we've done is both of them, I came in with some sort of strategy, and I'm going to figure it out like, like this one in particular. It was like, all right, I'm going to go 200 meters, and regardless of if I'm tired or not, I'm going to set them down just to give my forearms a break, and I'm going to kind of pace myself so that I don't burn out too fast. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned, and then even the board pushes on the first one, what I've learned is, listen, effort and mental fortitude trump strategy every single time. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could come in with the perfect strategy – but if you can't push through that pain, if you can't push through that time that, like, all I want to do is put this down. Mm-hmm. Because those third and fourth laps carrying them, that was the difference, right? It was like you were leading for the first one. And then I caught up. And then Chris was way, way back. And then on the last lap, then he passes us. Well, we know why he passed well, us. We but. know now. <laughs> we know now. <laughs> but but regardless, right, It's it it ultimately comes down to – who can, who could manage the pain, mm-hmm. think clearly, and push through? Well, what is Mike Tyson famous for saying? Everybody's got a plan until they punch. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. It, I was the same way. <laughs> I said, "All right, I'm going to drop it at 200 meters yeah. in that first that first lap right out the gate." Yep. I said, "No, I'm going to keep going because yep. they, they dropped it, so I'm going to keep going." Yeah, I'm going to gain some ground on them. Yeah. And that you know, like you said, everybody's got a plan, but when the bullets are flying, mm-hmm. that plan goes out the window, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. It probably would have benefited me to put them down at that 200-meter mark. Yeah. Because it would have saved my grips, grip for later laps. But at the same time, it's like, well, I'm just going to grit through it. So it, there's a balance there, right? Yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's a flow of yeah. sticking to the plan to the point where, you know, it, it guides yeah. you. Well, but that's, yeah, I think, I think you said at the beginning, like, it's ego, right? It's like, yeah. hey, I'm just going to, I'm going to grit through it no matter mm-hmm. what. Where you could also just say, okay, hey, look, like, yes, I'm going to push through it. I'm going to push through it. But at some point, now I just can't be stupid. Right. It's like the guys that go in and, like, max out every time mm-hmm. they work out. It's like, yep. okay, bro, like, let's, let's take a let's, – let's create a plan that, you know, there's some strategy there. Mm-hmm. But, again, in these types of scenarios, in these types of uh, – we'll call it competition, right? Because there's, there's an award on the line is what it comes down to is, look, if you have a strategy, can you execute it? Because whatever strategy you have, it's going to be harder than what you think it is mm-hmm. when you get into it. Or two, just can you just grit it out? Like there was multiple times 
stadiums and specifically the run, but like the farmers carries too. It was, it really was like, okay, all I want to do is just like quit, like figure out, justify some way for me to take a break. Like, you know what? It's okay. And I'm thinking, what are they going to think of me if I just don't finish? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, that's all wrestling in yeah. my head. Like I wanted to quit multiple mm -hmm. times. And I, one thing that I will say that I think I missed for a long time uh, was, and even when I would, and I'm going to put this out there, even when I was playing my last couple of years, I would justify like taking it easy. Oh, I got to recover. I got to be fresh. Or I got to be this. I got to be that. Maybe I don't have many regrets, but I look back and I wish that there's times that I pushed through. And I feel like over the last year, I'm starting to build that skill back up mm -hmm. where it's like, don't listen. Don't listen to your brain telling you to stop. There's, yeah. We're both getting that test there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Complaining or rubbing something in our face. Um, but I just, it's, it's a skill that is not inherent in, in us. Like we are all, we are all wired to want to find the easiest way. Mm -hmm. We're all wired to want to, okay, hey, look, this is getting hard. I'm going to stop. It is a skill that has to be fed, it has to be nurtured, it has to be trained to push through that threshold of I want to quit to then get to a point where you're actually seeing benefits come right. from it. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting to hear you talk about what was going through your head because that was all going through my head. Yeah. But watching, you know, I, I didn't know that was going through your head. <laughs> right. I'm just watching you. Yeah. Never taking a breast, getting after it, keep going. Mm -hmm. So I think at times we feel like, oh, we're the only ones struggling here. Yeah. And because I don't know what you're thinking uh -huh. until Neuralink comes online and I can right. be connected through your brain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah, so we, we've got at least six to eight months until <laughs> <yeah>. that happens. <laughs> so from an outside looking in, I'm like, I'm the only one sucking here, yeah. sucking wind here. Like yeah. I'm the only one suffering right now. Right. I know. And really the only reason I kept going was that thought that, well, those guys are going so why can't i keep going yeah. so it was good it was that accountability yeah but you also forget hey they're suffering too 100 and look for those of you that you know maybe have have listened to the show from the beginning and how we've transitioned a little bit really over the last nine months or so uh into this uh into the the schedule and model that we're doing right we, we do a guest show we do a physical fitness and then we do some sort of like roundtable mental type of Type of show. Listen, you may think that all right, there's a bunch of meatheads who want to talk about working out. Like that has nothing to do with why we chose these topics. Right. Right. This is the prime example. These Saturday sufferings, it is not about the physical. I mean, it's expressed through the physical. Right. It's just a a simple way to express yeah. what you're about but, to but say. But to your point, your point is is listen, like there's mental fortitude that can help take us to places that, that we are created, that we are able to go, that our mind prohibits us from, from really getting to. And think about, we're going through struggle at work, and we're in our head, and we're saying, I'm the only one that struggles. Like, this dude just makes it look easy, and he doesn't struggle, and he doesn't do this. BS, man. He's thinking the same thoughts. But guess what? He just has that, that mental toughness that allows him to continue when he gets a no. I'm going to push through the next one. I'm going to keep going. I'm just not going to lay down and quit. Like, you and I had the same thoughts in our head. And I guarantee Chris, if Chris was here, he would say the same thing. Is 
the entire time, all we wanted to do was quit. I mean, there's benefits of creating this community, right? That now, okay, for this example, there's three of us that we're going through this together and we push each other. We're talking trash. We're getting on to each other. Like there's just natural inherent competition between all of us. Like that help that helps us get to those things. But also after the fact, talking through what we were going through mentally, like to encourage each other, like, yes, like literally on my third lap of the mile on the first turn, I'm literally thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to walk or I'm going to just kind of go to a cruise. I'm going to catch my breath. I'm going to recover. Cause I'm like, you know, 30 yards in front of these guys, I should be fine. And then I'm going to sprint at the end. And then I'm like, no, hell no. Don't let up. Just push the pedal down until you can't. Mm-hmm. And I, and I had it in me and I still could. Now, was it a slower time? Like my third lap was the slowest. Yeah, it was. But guess what? I was pushing it as hard as I could at that time because I knew that y'all were coming right up behind me. But again, there's no way that you could have been watching me and known that that was going through my head. Right. No, all no I wanted idea. to do yeah. was just shut it down. Yeah, no idea. I mean, I knew, I knew, obviously, I know you're suffering and, yeah. and, and you're sucking, but yeah. I didn't realize, I don't realize to the extent, I didn't know you had all the same thoughts bouncing oh, yeah. ahead of, I got, this sucks. Like, I got to stop. I got to quit. Mm-hmm. Right? You just you just forget about that. You're so locked into what you're thinking. And I think people that like, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to be a psychologist, and I'm not gonna pretend to, to know these. But a lot of times, I know I'll speak for me when I'm struggling, maybe with like depressive thoughts, and and there's things that like maybe anxiety that's like kind of creeping into my life. It's times where I really feel like, hey, I'm alone, and I'm the only one feeling these things, and and then. You feel those things, and then you start to believe those things. You start to believe that, hey, I'm no good, or, hey, I'm not good enough, or, hey, I'm not fulfilling the expectations that I think everybody else has on me. And, and those are those things that, like, these Saturday sufferings really just kind of bring out inherently, but just, like, very easily, this is a way to just show this representation of what life is like. Mm-hmm. Because there's times that like, hey, I'm, I'm struggling in my marriage and I feel like I'm the only one. Like I feel so alone. And you know what? Maybe I'm not good enough. I've let her down. I've wasted this or, you know, you know, I've let him down and I'm not good enough. And someone that he works with is prettier or better, whatever, whatever it is that you're struggling with. And we feel like we're alone and we feel like, hey, I'm going through this battle by myself. And you know what? Maybe it is right. Maybe they are better off without me. Mm. Maybe I am this. And that's honestly like that is what I, I hope that we can encourage those people that are going through this. Listen, everybody, everybody deals with some form of that. Some form of questioning your own validity, question your own worth, question your own identity, question your own work ethic. The difference is, is you cannot succumb to it because those, those are the individuals that then when you succumb to believing all those things and then now you lower your expectations for yourself, that's when you fail. Mm-hmm. And again, had I quit and believe you're not good enough, okay, then I wouldn't have finished. And it literally would have been a failure. Just you cannot, you can't, you can't give in to these negative thoughts, these self-deprecating thoughts, all these things that like, all of us struggle with, right? That negative self-talk in your head. 
And if you, if you can just say, uh-uh, hold on, let me recognize that that's a third person in my head talking to me, and their only job is to tell me I'm not good enough. I'm not going to believe you. I'm going to use it just like I used Chris talking crap, you talking crap, me talking crap to you guys. I, I don't talk crap. I just speak truth. <laughs> I just tell you when you're not good enough, and you, you just believe me. Only truth escapes these lips. <laughs> but, but it's... When you hear that negative talk, you have the ability and you have the strength and you have the control to be able to shut that voice up. Yeah. And, and again, these may sound like meathead conversations, but this is, this is a reflection of real life every day. And all we're trying to do is just replicate a scenario where we can use those and just talk about it. Yeah, I highlighted the importance of me, for me, the importance of other people. You know, we talked about last week the importance of other people, but it was just another notch in the belt mm-hmm. of how important it is to have other people around you yeah. and surrounding you. Because again, had I tried to go out there and do that workout on my own, mm-hmm. it would have taken two times as long. Yep. I would have rested a lot more. I would have mm-hmm. put it down a lot more, but just knowing that you two were, were in there with me and having that little push mm-hmm. and that encouragement, even though you weren't saying anything, you never once verbally encouraged me along the way you were doing your own thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But just knowing you were going through it with me, mm-hmm. that would made all the difference in the world. Yeah. The other thing, too, about working out with people on the other side of what I just said, right? Don't listen to that like you're not good enough, you're not this. But on the other side, we can also get in our head and think that, hey, my crap don't stink, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I'm the bee's knees. Yeah. You know, like, because when you're at home and you don't have anything to gauge it off yeah. of, you're like, bro, I'm crushing it. Right. You know, I'm, I'm doing my workout by myself. I'm consistent. But like we were talking about before the show, it's like sometimes, you know, I'm you need scrolling, a camera. <laughs> I'm, I'm scrolling Instagram in between each set, yep, yep. and I may not be hitting, you know, the numbers that I want to, or, hey, I'm in the office, and I'm, you know, getting on social media instead of doing whatever task we have at hand. Like, when you're by yourself, and there's not this, like, level of competition around you to gauge where you're at, sometimes you can start lying to yourself, telling you, hey, you're doing plenty. You're yep. doing fine. And then you cut yourself short there as well. Right. So it's both sides of it. And that's yeah. why I think community is so important. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I work out by myself every morning. And I know for a fact, and these Saturday mm-hmm. sufferings prove it to me, I know for a fact I don't push myself as hard as I would if I had other people. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the inconvenience of going to a gym, you know, driving somewhere. It's just more convenient with my current lifestyle, Mm -hmm. my current schedule to do it at my house by myself. Yeah. And so I have to be okay with the trade off of knowing, yeah, I'm going to push myself. And, and I like to think I push myself further than some people would, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, the trade off is it's not as much as if I had that community around. And it's it's hard to, because if you don't have a gauge, right. you don't have a gauge. That's one thing that I'll say. And again, I know I'm a CrossFit bro, but one thing that I do think that's really cool is, is that there are so many workouts that there's a scale out there, right? There's mm-hmm. something to gauge it off of because it's either timed, it's for reps, you know, total calories, whatever it is, is that you can gauge where you stack up. And so you could say, okay, hey, whatever the workout of the day is, Okay, it's 10 rounds for time. Okay, I know that if I hit 37 minutes, I'm in the 50th percentile or I'm in the 15th percent, whatever it is. That's what I I think is really cool because there's a lot of standardized workouts that say, okay, 
I can at least gauge myself and I've got competition. Even if I do it at home by myself, there's a workout that I can say, all right, I kind of know where I stand against the population. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is I've been working out for so long and I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That's helpful. That, that allows me, I've, I've put in the reps Mm -hmm. for no pun intended Mm -hmm. over the years to be able to earn. I say earn to be able to do it on my own. Yeah. If you're somebody brand new to training, brand new to working out, I could not discourage you anymore from working out by yourself. Go find a community. Again, yeah. it doesn't have to be CrossFit. doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just go find, uh, you know, maybe find. I see there's people in my neighborhood literally every morning. There's these two ladies that just walk mm-hmm. around our neighborhood. Yep. And they just chat and they walk. Yep. Find somebody like that. Find a friend that'll wake up early with you. With those, doesn't have to be anything. With those intense. ladies, how many times do you think that one is like, eh, no, and it's like, no, 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 let's, yeah, let's I, go, or, I, or it's like, hey, I don't want to let them down, right. so, and I don't feel like it today, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go meet my yeah, girlfriend. I've never spoken to them. I guarantee you that goes on, yeah, weekly, yeah, which is the only reason I'm going is because I know Stacy's gonna be there, yeah. Or I don't feel like it today, but she's expecting me to be there, so I'm going to show up. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I can't wait to go because I know Stacy's going to be there. There's some, I'm sure those those elements, mm-hmm. they're showing up because they're counting on each other. Yeah. And that's the importance of that, that community and that yeah. group and that accountability. Again, it doesn't have to be a full class of group fitness or CrossFit or whatever. Mm-hmm. It can just be one other person. That's right. But just finding somebody else, if you're brand new to this, I would discourage you from trying to do it alone. It's just like we talked about last week. You can't yeah. do anything alone, especially physical training. Yeah. Unless you've got, but again, I know that in a weird way, I know that, you know, what keeps me going is knowing that you're up early. So no, we're not working out together, but I know that you're getting after it. Yeah. And I know that my, you know, if I want to play with my son mm-hmm. in the backyard, I better be in good shape. So there's yeah. little things that keep me and hold me accountable. Yeah. It's yeah. not just me and my grit and my effort. Yeah. And the other thing too is we're, you know, again, there's tools out there. Yeah. Technology, although I'm, I'm sometimes a hater on it and I like, oh man, we need to go back to some old school. But at the same time, there's some really cool things like, like whoop, right? You create a group mm-hmm. and Hey, now you get weekly champions yeah. and you're, you know, you're striving for recovery. You're striving for strain, striving for sleep performance. And, and that's a really cool tool. So I do it with a group at CrossFit at my CrossFit gym and then also at work, right? There's a group of us that do that. I haven't been a champion in any of them in a long time <laughs> at any, in any category, but, uh, but regardless, it's still something that I follow. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I gauge, um, you know, how I do during the week based off of, all right, I mean, these guys are getting after it too. Yeah. Like it pushes me. So there's tools out there. I mean, Fitbit, I'm sure Apple watch there's, you could create these little communities, these, um, you know, these web based or I don't Mm -hmm. know what the term is, whatever, but like the, these groups, these communities, these virtual communities, that was what I was thinking. These virtual communities that now, okay, I can compete against them without having to actually compete against them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and even the sleep number bed, yeah. you know, it can track my wife and I have competitions with our recovery. <laughs> yeah. She crushes me all the time in her yeah. sleep performance. Yeah. So even the sleep yeah. number bed is not, it's What's not physical. Like, and I know you're an early, early, uh, it's all, I think it's all about sleep time or mostly about sleep time time. Okay. I think it's, t- I think, I think they, 
well, obviously in quality. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I wake up to go to the restroom just about every night. I drink so much dang water during yeah. the day. She never yeah. wakes up. Yeah. So that helps. But the other thing is total time. She gets, you know, eight hours plus yeah. every night. I, I do know. not. Yeah, see, and that's and that, that Tiffany's the same way. Is like she literally, because we put the kids down, and she's usually asleep by like yeah. 8.30. Yeah. And it's like I wish that I could like get into bed and like turn off and go to sleep right yeah. then. And see, I don't go to bed super late. It's usually 9, 9.30, but I'm just up. Yeah. At four thirty five every yeah. morning. So that yeah. that's what hurts me. But yeah, that's just another way to gauge it doesn't gauge physical training, but it gauges your recovery, which is we're finding out more I feel like the last five years mm-hmm. we it's like it's like everybody woke up from the coma. Yeah. And realized how important sleep really is. Yeah. You know, for the longest time it was sleep when you're dead, you know, there's only twenty four hours, no, you gotta no max days it off. out, right? No days yeah. off. Now it's like People are realizing, no, the better sleep I get, the more effort I'm be able to put out there. Yeah. Day. So anyway, I think the take home message, I think, you know, the eye opening from yesterday again, and it was a good reminder. That's why we're going to keep doing these routinely is the importance of people mm-hmm. and that push that you get from others. And again, if you're trying, if you're just starting out on a fitness journey or if you haven't been doing it very long, finding a, it doesn't have to be a big community, mm-hmm. but finding one or two other people you can hold yourself accountable with yep. makes all the difference in the world. Right. It just keeps you pushing even further. Yeah. So hopefully you guys can do that today or, you know, next time you – if you're starting on this fitness journey, find somebody that, that, that can hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed the video. Uh, we, we touched on a little bit. There's some controversy in the video. We, we actually didn't claim a winner, mm-hmm. believe it or not, because of, you know – and this was – that was a good leadership lesson, by the way, of yeah. understanding the standards – and then having all the details figured out, which in this case would have been having a timer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a dedicated, yeah. and not a five-year-old. Right. right, yeah, not a five-year-old, not a guy who's trying to film us. <laughs> Work three different cameras yeah. all at the yeah, same exactly. time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there, there were some good little leadership lessons, yeah. something we'll fix next time. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, go check out that video. It's live up on our YouTube channel, uh, One Shot Podcast YouTube channel. We're also on Instagram, at one.shot.pod. Uh, as always, the best, easiest fastest way this thing will grow is by you guys sharing mm-hmm. and if you can text it to a friend text to your accountability partner you know somebody you're trying to start this fitness journey with text this episode to a friend and say hey let's go let's get after it tomorrow right let's go for a walk let's go for a run let's go for you know let's go lift together whatever it is again it's not about being a meathead and, and the physical part it's about the mental part it's about how it translates to every aspect of your life so get out there and get you get, find you a friend hope you guys enjoyed that Uh, Have a great rest of your Wednesday. We will see you tomorrow.